0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This week on Panel Riot, we draw from the stack. But before we can do that, intern Stan, a proper introduction, if you please. That was, uh, what was that? Is that the Doctor Who theme? Stan? Stan! Did you play the Doctor Who theme on on violin? Huh. I mean, I... It's not bad, right? It was really good, so... Sure, thanks, Stan. That was good. That was good. No, no, it was good. No... No, it was good. No, you don't have to come in. Oh, you don't have have to come in here. No, Stan. No, it was really, really good. No, it's cool. No, we're we're good. All right. All right. No, go back. Whatever. Do what you do. Stan. Hey, you guys got off easy with the Doctor Who theme because uh, you were just... uh, maybe a few short minutes away from getting uh, Paul F. Tompkins singing the Skyfall theme in its entirety, which is at least like a two-three-minute song. You know, now that I think about it, that might still happen. It's really good. You take Paul F. Tompkins and you combine Skyfall, which is great. Uh, This week uh, on Panel Riot, we are going to Draw from the stack. We're going to draw from the stack. What does that mean? What is the stack? What could it be? Well, I'm going to tell you what exactly the stack is. The stack is here. You can hear it. I'll wiggle it in front of the uh, microphone. That, my dear friends, is a stack of comics. Just a big, a big hunk of random comics. Uh, just all kinds of fun stuff in here. Some of them are just single issues I picked up on purpose. Uh, some of them are duplicates that, uh, that a friend gave me because uh, she didn't want them anymore. Thank you very much, Ellen, a uh, friend of the show, Ellen Hemmington. Um, and uh, the, the general idea is, in the long run, what's going to happen is that if you become a Patreon subscriber, you will get random comic reviews, uh, exclusive, exclusives. I think they're called Skloosies. I'm not sure. I'm very old, but the idea is that I will draw from the stack once a month or whatever, uh, and uh, make a recording. You know, reviewing a random comic, and it'll be a Patreon subscriber exclusive. Well, I wanted to give you guys a little preview of what that'll be like. Uh, so this week on this week's episode, I am gonna pull. I'm gonna pull from the stack three times three times. Yeah, I can roll my R's. That's why they gave me a podcast. Did you not know that? That's really all you need. If you can roll your R's, they will give you a podcast. I've never met the them, but I imagine there's some kind of cloaked shadowy shadowy figures or someone in suits. But I read a lot of comics and have an active imagination. Um, So... Let's draw from the stack. Now, I'm not going to do all three at once. That's ridiculous, okay? I'm going to do one in the first section, one in the second, one in the third. So if you want to know what all is going to happen, got to listen all the way through here. Um, let, let, let's take a quick look. I'll give you some examples of what is here in the stack. Um, I've got some Saga. That's, the, that's like the jackpot. If I pull an issue with Saga and read that, we're all in for a good time, especially myself, as I love saga. Uh, There's a book here called Casanova, written by Matt Fraction. Always a good time with Mr. Matt Fraction. Uh, Let's see here. We've got a book called Wayward that I've never heard of. Tooth and Claw, which comes highly recommended. Um, An issue of Wolverines, which Ellen didn't have a duplicate of. She just didn't want it. Um, And Dead Boy Detectives. So, Oh, issue Wicked and the Divine. I might read that on purpose. Hmm. Anyway, moving right along. Okay, let's get into it. Let's draw our first issue, and then through the magic of podcasting, I will disappear, read an issue, and return to you, having assimilated the knowledge of that issue. But for you, it will be the briefest of moments. Just, Just a little... And I'll be back with a uh, comic book review. Let's draw. Let's draw from the big stack. From the big stack. What do we got? 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 First up, Rick Remender, low number five. Five. We're back. We're back. So, I read this comic. Um, hmm. I'm not strictly sure I know what's happening. <laughs> uh, okay, so the comic is Low, uh, written by Rick Remender and uh, art by Greg Turcini. Probably pronounced that wrong. Sorry about that. Um, so, it seems to be... Asian pirate sci-fi, I think, (laughs) I think, I think that sums it up pretty well, Asian pirate sci-fi, because a lot of people dress like samurai, and um, there's a lot of kind of pirate speak, and there's a guy with a pirate accent, and there's a lot of um, people talking about, you know, working on ships, and things like that, helmsman, whatever, a lot of water, a lot of sea creatures, um, but it's also very sci-fi. There's clearly a lot of technology, and um, there's a uh, gladiator battle happening, um, which is kind of the, the meat of the book. So we open on uh, the what I assume to be the main character, one of the main characters, and she is uh, kidnapped or being held by this villain guy um because she has information that they want um what was it what was it they were looking for a beacon or something like that she knows where there's a beacon um oh it's a probe she knows where a probe is and uh, he is trying to convince her to tell him where it's at and she won't do it uh which hey good for her you know this guy's real creepy anyway um he's the guy who's got the uh kind of pirate voice and, uh, he has a friend who is just a skull in a big metal, I think it's a case or armor or something like that, I don't know, I think they're brothers, I, I, it's, it's very, very difficult to, uh, figure out, um, anyway, apparently, a creepy guy with the creepy beard and the, uh, the man bun, uh, killed someone that this woman loved, uh, and, uh, He's controlling a few other people that she cares about, someone named Merrick, someone named Taco, I think it's Taco, uh, and Della, whatever. Uh, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's not it's not laid out super simply, but um, I think we get to see a few of these characters. One of them is brainwashed, and the other one is um, uh, he's a gladiator. This is uh, Malik. <laughs> I just said it. I should not forget Merrick. I shouldn't forget things that quickly. Um, and, uh, it's a group, uh, Merrick has a group of, you know, these different guys, I guess they were crewmen or whatever, and, um, an old man is added to the, uh, to the gladiator battle, and he's a coward, and he doesn't want to fight, and so on and so forth, and, um, let's see here, uh, they are going to fight the dreaded virus eel, that's it, uh, the toxic teeth of the dreaded virus eel, uh, and they've uh, it says they've won 89 battles with no fatalities whatsoever so good for them you know well done you guys um so they uh, they're thrown into the thing and they fight the uh, the dreaded virus eel and uh uh i guess th- I don't know, there's a lot of voiceover from the main character, a lot, of, uh, a lot of dialogue from her, and memories, and, you know, she's angry, and, you know, at this guy who stole her life, and everything like that, and um, it's all amidst these uh, kind of chaotic scenes of uh, them fighting the deadly virus eel, um, and he, the Merrick swims right into its mouth, and then kind of bursts out the other end, they kill that, um, and then a large squid shows up, and some sharks, and they kill those. And the old man's like, "I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die." Um, just kind of complicating things. The art is gorgeous. I, I don't. I didn't. I know I didn't mention that the the art in this is just fantastic. Um, uh, Greg Tocini does a great job, and uh, I don't know. I guess he's doing the coloring as well because the coloring is beautiful. It creates a good atmosphere, right? Um, so, the main character uh, starts talking to another female character who who I believe is um, her sister? Daughter? I, I can't tell. Apparently, okay. So, this is Taco, and Taco is the sister of Merrick, okay? I don't know who this other girl is, their um, relationship is. Uh, mother, I guess. Maybe mother? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, So uh, there's all this fighting, and uh, after they kill the squids and the eel and the shark, they... let loose a uh, mammoth isopod, who is it's just what it sounds like. He's real creepy. The rarest of the furnace-pit leviathans. Hundreds of stout-hearted men died capturing this beast, all to titillate your senses, to give Merrick and his band of doomed mutineers a proper send-off. Uh, terrible. Super gross. Um, And... They, at one point... Okay, so the, the main character who's blind is trying to convince the brunette that she's a good person, but I think she's brainwashed. And uh, she has a shell or something that will remind her of who she is. And the brunette girl says, I don't remember, I don't care, and she throws it off into the tank where all this underwater water fighting is happening. Which, everything's going pretty well. Until the old guy, was who was sent in there to kill Merrick... Uh, Kills Merrick, basically. Um, Stabs him up through the chest, and one of his friends, the big guy with the big sword, cuts the old guy in half, tries to save Merrick. Everything goes poorly. Merrick sinks to the bottom. The shell lands beside him. I'm sure that will come into play somehow. And uh, the last thing we see is him about... uh, (laughs) Just about to... uh, he is about to be eaten by the isopod, um, and that's the last thing that we see here, um, so uh, how is it, <laughs> this this is a little harder, uh, usually when I do these, they're number ones, or something like that, they're not just in the middle, so as an introduction to the characters, that question doesn't really apply, this is no- issue number five, you're not supposed to start with issue number five, so as far as character introductions, I mean, it doesn't do a bad job, but, you know, it's not the best. Um, do I recommend you read this book? Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's definitely interesting. Probably start with number one and make your way forward. Um, and it, it ended on a little bit of a cliffhanger, which um, has kind of got me interested here. The art is excellent. Uh, the writing by Rick Remender is almost always spectacular, so, um, and does it make me want to read the next issue? Yes, but only just. There is a lot going on in this issue, a whole lot, (laughs) and um, uh, it's a little overwhelming, you know, when I was, uh, you know, talking to you guys just now, I went back and flipped through it um, after reading it the first time, and and a few more things, you know, it, it made a little bit more sense, I guess, so, um, yeah, I'm I'm interested. I would like to read the next issue of Low, Low number six, or maybe go back to number one, and uh, and check that out. So uh, that's it. That's our first review. One review down, and two more to go. But first, a word from our sponsors. Stick around for more Panel Riot. In or around the Pittsburgh area, check out Metamorphosis. Pittsburgh's only full-service organic salon, spa, and wellness studio. Haircut? Check. Manny? Check. Petty? Check. Massages, highlights, sauna, and facials? Absolutely. We even offer professional yoga classes daily. Visit us at spa.pgh.com. That's S-P-A-P-G-H today. Because when you feel good, you look even better. If you follow me on Twitter or follow Panel Riot at Panel Riot or at DJ Lunchbox, you know that I had a lovely, lovely Saturday, and that Saturday included a new haircut and uh, a new set of toes over at metamorphosisspa.pgh.com. I went and saw Mia, and Mia gave me a haircut, and uh, Rebecca... Worked on my pedicure. Uh, actually, um, they were uh, they were really super swamped, um, so they kind of switched off a little bit. So it wasn't just Rebecca; it was Rebecca and Mia uh, and Lindsay, and they all did just spectacular jobs. I was very very thrilled, as I always am, every time I visit Metamorphosis, because when you look good, you feel even better. Check them out: spapgh.com. Follow them on Facebook. They are the best people. Welcome back to Panel Riot. We're reading comics. Can you believe that we're reading comics on a on a podcast about comic books? That's right. We're reading comics uh, and uh, reviewing them. Uh, we read issue number five of Low by Rick Remender, and uh, in the briefest of moments, um, we are going to be reading another one. Let's uh, let's go to the stack. Let's get the stack up here. Ah. Oh, a bunch of comics. So many comics. Let's see what we got. Let's flip through the stack. If you're out there and you're musically inclined and you can provide stack flipping music, I got to tell you folks, I would be greatly appreciative, and I would happily advertise for you for free on the show. What's next? What gon' read next? Oh, my goo-goo. Can you believe it? I can believe it. I was going to read it on purpose, and now I get to do that very thing. Ladies and gentlemen, The Wicked and the Divine, issue number nine, Gillen McKelvey Wilson Cowles. Let's go to work. Okay. So, let's start with this. The Wicked and the Divine is an excellent comic. I know this. I already knew this. I read the first issue a while back. I may have read the first few. If that's not enough proof for you, uh, Kristen Ross, friend of the show, um, once and future guest, has specifically told me that... I'm sorry. Has specifically told intern Stan to tell me that it's time for me to catch up on this comic and so she can come back on the show. This is one of her favorite comics. That alone is proof that you should read this. Okay, I'm just going to read you the, uh, the kind of um, summary in the beginning. Every 90 years, 12 gods return as young people. They are loved, they are hated. In two years, they're all dead. The year is twenty fourteen. It's happening now. It's happening again. Lucifer was a fa- apparently framed for murder. Escaping, she was killed. Later, you know what? I'm not gonna continue because there are spoilers there. Yeah, we're gonna hold off on that. There are spoilers. This uh, this comic in particular is, uh, great. It's great. Um, it starts with a couple saying Laura should be home for dinner. She is one of the gods as far as I know and uh, this entire comic focuses around um, one particular character she is uh, she is very very old and um, the entire second half of the comic is her being interviewed uh, by some kind of reporter basically. Um, and uh, I, I, I unfortunately I can't remember the uh, the uh, the old woman's name, but her role in all of this is to kind of guide the gods um, when they come back. Uh, there's a short period of time where they can kind of fulfill their potential, and her role is to make sure that they do that. Basically, um, this book the. The art in this book is spectacular. The writing is wonderful, and i i don 't want to describe too much because i mean there's there's twists in just this one issue there's so much meat in this one issue, and the writing is so good and it's just it's great it's really 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 good um, and i 'm afraid this is going to be a rather short segment. Because I can't describe too much. I can't. <laughs> I, I have nothing bad to say about it. Kieran Gillen writes. Um, Jamie McKelvey is the artist. Uh, Matthew Wilson is the colorist. Clayton Cowles, the letterer. Hannah Donovan is the designer. And Chrissy Williams, the editor. And they all absolutely knock it out of the park. It's fantastic. Um, go get it. Go get it now. Go read The Wicked and the Divine. Start with issue number one and don't stop until you're caught up and you're having the same problem that you're having with sex criminals and that you're having with Saga and that you're having with all the best comic books in that they only seem to come out every six months. <laughs> and even if they don't come out every six months, it feels that way because they're that good. They are just they're just that good go and get it does it is okay alright introduction to the characters yes perfect to this one character perfect introduction to this character absolutely um, she makes sense you learn everything about her and you go from there Um, should you read it yeah yeah you really should does it make me want to read more it absolutely does this is likely unless I end up pulling an issue of saga this is likely to be the best comic that uh, that gets read on this episode. Go and check it out immediately. The Wicked and the Divine. What are you doing listening to a podcast when you could be reading this comic book? We're going to have another word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with more from the stack and more panel riots. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. Hi, everyone. Do you like video games? Do you like reading about video games? Do you like listening to podcasts about video games? Why don't you check out insertcointobegin.com. New articles going up daily, and you can check out our podcast, the Boss Battle, on sorgatronmedia.com. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions no holds barred? Check out wrestlingmayhemshow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Yes, yes, yes. Podcasts, podcasts, podcasts. The finest podcasts anywhere on the internet are available at sorgatronmedia.com. Go and check them out. That might be where you found this very podcast. Panel Riot is a proud member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. We are a happy family. I love working with them, and uh, we, uh, we're just producing the greatest content available on the internet currently. And... uh Go and check them out. They're great. Awesome cast. Absolutely fantastic. Wrestling mayhem show. Boss battle. Just the heights of podcasting quality. Go and check them out. Slugatronmedia.com. But right now, you're listening to Panel Riot, and Panel Riot is pulling from the stack. Pulling from the stack. Pulling from the stack. What do we got? What do we got? What is up next? What's going to happen? What's it going to be? What? I would like an animal comic, I think. I would love to pull uh, maybe a little tooth and claw. Maybe a little, uh, maybe a little, also Tooth and Claw. I think all I have in here is Tooth and Claw, as far as Animal Comics are concerned. So, stack, 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 stack. What do we got? Mmm. Casanova. Casanova. Okay, all right, let's take a look here. Casanova. Written by Matt Fraction, which is always a good time. Uh, art by Gabriel Ba'a. I don't know what that uh, accent symbol means, but um, sorry. Sorry, Gabriel. So, let's give this a read, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay. So... You know, I like Mac Fraction. He's a real good writer. Haven't read a book of his that I didn't like so far. And I was confused in low, right? Low number five, remember all the way back, the first part of the episode? It's confusing, right? A lot of stuff going on. I misspoke. Because I did not know what confused meant. Until I read this issue of Casanova. I think it's issue number 10, maybe. I can't even tell that. I don't know what this book is about. I don't know what's happening at any given moment. I know it's for mature readers. So you should definitely um hold off if you're a child. <laughs> and maybe if you're an adult, not for the mature stuff, just because it doesn't none of it makes sense. Maybe it makes it would make more sense if I started at the beginning, but I don't know how it could. There are many, many characters doing all kinds of things. And I don't really understand much of any of it. Uh but here's the thing about Matt Fraction's writing. His writing is excellent. It's funny and it's well done. At one point, you know they do a kind of, you know the little panel that's like see issue number 12 from the editor, you know what I mean? Okay. Uh well, instead <laughs> we get a panel that says the following. Hi, I'm Charles Dickens because why not? Seychelles rambling about stuff from the first Casanova storyline, Luxuria, either number four or number two, or the collection of which there were uh, three. Anyway, Seychelles had his own thing in an Empire and Waste before it closed that before it closed down. I wrote great. E- I wrote Great Expectations. F you. And that's it. It's just, just a little flashback thing is uh, Charles Dickens. And then there's some explosions and some people get shot. At one point, a guy, I think he's seeing his mother. I don't know. Oh, oh, and his dad. His dad is also there. Maybe. It could also just be a memory. It's really hard to tell. And then there's a blonde guy who I think kind of warps interdimensionally. And he goes from this, like, burnt-out husk-crazy ruin of a city uh, and lands on a tropical beach and lands, you know, in this water. And he's just kind of sitting there, and he's like, Well, guess that's that. Hey, free ukulele. Sure, a ukulele kind of floats by, and he uh, picks it up. <laughs> and then we go back to the crazy city. Oh, and this, uh, this lady shows up who kind of looks like... Imagine if MODOK had an additional face and no floaty suit. This lady kind of looks like MODOK. Um, I don't know what she's about or anything that's happening. A guy wraps himself in cloth? I don't know. It's Crazy stuff happens, and he fights another guy. And um, then it appears that everything explodes. Except for that he's okay. Oh, there's a guy with a big mustache in a bed that gets shot. Um, And then a really hot lady shows up. And then a rocket takes off. And then, I guess, reality is destroyed, maybe? Maybe. Maybe reality is destroyed or changed or something. And, And then... Our main character, Casanova, shows up uh, after crashing crashing the rocket that he was flying. And then the villain, the guy who was thinking about his parents earlier, uh, shoots him in the head. And then there's a whole page of all these different versions of Casanova getting shot in the head. I I don't know. And then there's a panel that just says, Sound of spatiotemporal... Holocaust. So I guess maybe he killed him with a bullet that killed all versions of him. I, I just don't know. It's really hard to tell. And then suddenly they're back in Los Angeles and everything's fine. I'm really not... You don't understand how weird this book is. There's stuff that makes zero sense. There's panels that are just like Morse code. And some other panels that are just numbers. Um, the art does not lend itself to clarity. It's really angular and kind of sketchy and very weird and stylized, which eh, it's all right. I mean, that's appropriate from time to time. Introduction to the characters, non-applicable. I don't know what's happening. Um, Should you read this? I don't know, maybe. Do you have a lot of time (laughs) on your hands to sort this kind of thing out? Does it make me want to read the next one? I, I got to tell you, based solely on the strength of Matt Fraction's writing and how enjoyable it is, and there's a few lines in here where things are genuinely funny, kind of, <laughs> I kind of want to read the next episode, and uh, or the next issue, and if anything, just to figure out what, this is a family show and I'm not going to curse, what is happening in this book, What on earth does any of this mean? Because I don't... I don't. I don't know. I just don't. So, yeah, I guess I sort of kind of want to read the next one because it's really weird. So why not? Let's give it a go. Uh, So I guess that's it. (laughs) There you have it, folks. Reviews of uh, three comics. And um, as I said, the reason why I'm doing this, it's kind of preview to... He's going to have a lot of peas in it. Preview to p- potential Patreon uh, supporters who uh, want to get this kind of thing for free. Exclusive reviews uh, monthly. The uh, They'll be longer than 15 minutes, hopefully. And uh, I will attempt to read things that are a little more... Less completely bonkers, maybe. Um, stuff that... Uh, We won't have to be a little worried about spoilers. I'll probably take the issues of Saga out because you really need to read Saga from the beginning. Um, It's that good, as well as The Wicked and the Vine. I think that was the only issue that, though. Anyway, so, yeah. So, um, before we go... Uh, just a few quick things. Sorry, I'm a little out of sorts here. Uh, would you like more Panel Riot? Well, more is available. You can find us at our secret skull-shaped base of operations, PanelRiot.com. From there, you can do all manner of things, including donating to the cause. Become a Patreon supporter of Panel Riot, and you'll have my undying gratitude, as well as the aforementioned exclusives. Just click the link that says Patreon over at PanelRiot.com and go from there. You can find us on Twitter because, of course, you can. At Panel Riot, I'm at DJ Lunchbox. And you can also follow the sensational Intern Stan. At Intern Stan. You can hear us all over the place, including Stitcher, Smart Radio, Spreaker, and, of course, iTunes. Incidentally, if you are listening to us on iTunes, if you could rate us and review us, give us a little five-star rating, I would... uh greatly appreciated would mean the world to me thank you to those of you who have already done it that's it uh if none of (laughs) if none of those work for you you can also head over to panelriot.com and click on the link that says most recent episode from there you will be whisked away to a land of episode descriptions and browser players i hope that you enjoy it I want to know what you think of the show. Send us an email, panelriot at gmail.com. Tell me what you're reading, what you like, what you don't like. I'll read the email on the show. If you listened last week, we had our very first reader mail from Mad Mike. We greatly appreciate it then, and we will greatly appreciate it in the future. Thanks for listening, true believers. Until next week, when hopefully I will have bought up a Member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at SorgatronMedia.com. Let's go out to the lobby, let's go out to the lobby, let's go out to the lobby and have ourselves some wine. Petri wine.